Shy effects kick things off. Well, shiggity, shiggity shit. If it ain't Thursday morning, Lord have mercy on us all. For God knows we are sinners. It's Thursday morning. It is 10 a.m. and this is coffee and me. Steady job and a couple extra potatoes, that's all I want. You're getting on, you're pushing 30, Sluggy. You know, it's time to think about getting some ambition. Well, I always figured I'd live a little bit longer without it. Don't forget, kid, 
that what you're trying to do here is to be bright and chipper and entertaining and, and intelligent and sort of glitzy and that's funny and it's 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 kind of cool and it's interesting and it's edgy and all of that it, it puts that facade of momentary charisma on you and if you don't play that out you actually fail Good mother-loving morning to you all across the globe, across the flat earth, across the universe, the multiverse, everyone in the simulation, good freaking morning to you. It's a misty morning, it's a grey morning, I saw two road accidents on the way in, it was chaos on the streets of Peckham, there was a lot of honking, there was some whooping and a hollering. Uh, a gentleman had dashed his bike into the road in anger at a mi- very minor collision with a Ford Fiesta. And then further down the line, there had been a fender bender. Uh, luckily, no one was injured and I was able to get here on time. But it was touch and go at points, ladies and gentlemen. It was touch and go. It's appalling. It was pretty bad. There are people in the chat. There are people... People on the threshold, I can see ya. I see ya. Decent people, decent, honest, hard-working folk just trying to get ahead in this twisted, god-awful reality simulation type affair. They're just people out there looking for a better way to remove their socks pre-coitus, better way to tie their Air Max 90s for both style, comfort and sausages. They're looking for a better way to enter into the Ashi Garami leglock position from half guard. They're looking. They're keeping on searching. It's Coffee and Memes, ladies and gentlemen. It's good to be here. Everyone watching on the uh, Chew live stream, um, there is now <coughs> sorry, uh, there is now a link in the description of it, linking to the Threshold Patreon page. We have a Patreon now. That's just who we are. I say we, it's it's still just, just me in this room. But yeah, if you want to support, that would be absolutely fantastic of you. We've had, we, we have members so far. Thank you so much to all of you. You can get different perks. You get your name on the website. You can get money off merch in the future. You can get a thank you letter from me that's, if anything, a bit creepy. It's very gushing. It's quite stalker-esque. But hey, you asked for it. You paid for it, quite honestly. So that's that's, don't blame me. You know, you knew what you were letting yourself in for. Uh, you were complicit in this very peculiar event. So if you want to support, I, I will really will love you forever. If you're listening on the website, you can just go to where it says support the show at the top in the sort of menu bit and it will take you straight there. Just, you know, a dollar a month would do it or, you know, 10 or a million Whatever you goddamn like. Yeah, fire alarm update from yesterday. So at half past 11, I had to leave as the fire alarm uh, really was quite insistently going off. And we all congregated outside, about, don't know, 50 of us. It was colder than I would like. And then we all went back in. No information, nothing. Just stood outside for a little bit. And then they went, you can go back in now. And we went back in. It's a good story, though. It's a good story. Cool story, bro. We've got bro, some, uh, got some music and that to play. Got some London electricity. Got some icicle. Some Benny L that I didn't play yesterday. Bit more Doc One. Uh, a bit more Gok Wan, and a bit more Doc Brown. 
Uh, here's one for you. Hey, hey. Here's one for you. My new Lang and Flavor D. Soul Shake, remixed by 1991. It's a good record. Guess my thumbs up. All the way. Uh, so, a little bit of housekeeping. Going to start doing, uh, start getting some people on the show. Uh, probably just easier by Skype to start off with. Drum and bass disc jockeys. Uh, had a few people keen. And I'm going to start a uh, drum and bass quiz. Like a kind of like mastermind for junglists. So I'm thinking if either in the Threshold Group or the Rankings Records Group, which I may combine, we'll come up with some questions. Some drum and bass general knowledge questions. Then I'm thinking we can get a leaderboard. Find out which drum and bass DJ knows the most. Any predictions, let me know. Twitter has sent me a uh, Sky News article about the Holy Grail of whiskey. A bottle of 1926 Macalan Valerio Adami sold for a world record eight fucking hell, 850 grand. I must (laughs) remind me to upgrade my rider. I'd really like to have gone to that, or to be rich enough, like to be to really have that that special sort of base. <coughs> Dearie me, 
maybe I'm coming down with something. Maybe it's yesterday's legal highs starting to try and get back out of me. Uh, I'd like to be rich enough, have that sort of Jeff Bezos fuck you money that you could go to one of these auctions, buy this bloody 800 grand bottle of whiskey, and then as soon as they sort of give it to you, just to just unwrap it, uncork it, take a little bit of a sip, go, yeah, and then get out some Coca-Cola and just start mixing it with Coke. Or maybe like, or just just hand shots of it round or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just mix it with uh, mix it with a bit of lemonade, a bit of Sprite or something, a bit of diet Sprite, you know, Sprite light. Yeah, 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 no, yeah, it's nice, and just sling it back, proceed to drink the entire thing, and then throw it up everywhere. Oh, what I'd do if I was rich. Come on, get a few more of them Patreon dollars in. Maybe we can get there. That's got to be worth it. Fucking hell. Right, there's some... God. My Twitter, um, this is a rarity for me, as no one generally listens to anything I say on Twitter, but that uh, Theresa May dancing uh, mashed up with Brickstone Roll video that I did and posted uh, yesterday uh, does does have the hallmarks of uh, something that has gone rather viral and is just dominating my uh, mentions. Um, so, so, you know, everyone that's out there tr- listening to the show that's, tr- you know, trying to, tr- trying to get through, you know, there's, there's, there's a backlog. Right, God, there are now some God, madness in the bloody news today. It's uh, Okay, let's start as we mean to go on. Man overdoses on Viagra-style drug and is left seeing red permanently. This is, uh, this is rough. Uh, this is rough. Not as rough as my voice today. Sorry, one second. That's shifted it. Uh, I think perhaps I've been uh, honking too much. Uh, what do you call it? Dick? I think a little bit too much of that. I think that's probably it. A 31-year-old man who swigged directly from a bottle of 800,000... No. <laughs> swigged directly from a bottle of uh, sildenafil citrate, the active ingredient in Viagra, was left seeing red permanently. His rose-tinted view couldn't be treated by doctors and he was still seeing red a year after guzzling down the unknown dose of, of the online penis potion. <laughs> penis potion is an excellent use of alliteration. Doctors diagnosed um, irreversible erythropia. That's a fucking arsehole of a word. Why, why even bother with that? Erythropia. Erythropia. Fuck off. That sounds like the name of a neurofunk record. Uh, characterized by red tinted vision at Mount Sinai Hospital in New York. Um, he had drunk an unspecified dose of a chemical direct from the bottle. Sounds like the beginning of a superhero movie, uh, or a horror movie. Uh, doctors say the man had suffered structural tra- structural changes to his retina. Uh, the doctor said, uh, while we know coloured vision disturbances are a well-known side effect of Viagra, we have never been able to visualise the structural effect of the drug on the retina until now. God, this motherfucker's basically guinea-pigged himself with just a full bottle of boner potion penis potion, poke, a real pokey penis potion, oh, and it's permanently changed the makeup of his retina, so now everything he sees is red. I mean, I wonder if he's now like a real deranged sex fiend, like he's a sort of, um, like he's a sort of werewolf, uh, sort of sex, sort of, I don't know, like he's really just got the stench of puss in his nostrils 24-7 now, and he's just out, like, <laughs> like some sort of yeah no it doesn't really bear thinking about like some sort of awful sex offender like a sort of caricature 
of a sex offender. A little bit like, um, I don't know if anyone's ever seen the film Reefer Madness, the old film that I think is from like the 1920s or something about when, you know, people honk on the evil reefer weed and then they go completely mad and start like eating glasses and raping people. Like, I guess that that is what I imagine him to be like. like it's just, ah, boner, boner. And he's got an absolute stonk on, like the sort of boner you could chop wood on. Like, it's absolutely outrageous. Like they, the scientists are uh, studying it to find out whether or not it is the most dense matter in the known universe. That in fact it may at some point reach critical mass and implode. God, no one needs their boner imploding. That is the last thing you want. I mean, God, it's like that poor lab with a bionic penis that's just uh, something's gone wrong in it. Like the structural integrity has been compromised. And it's, oh, it's doing him no end of grief, poor lad. I haven't had sex in 40 years. And then he, you know, gets his new bionic boner. He just wants to start slinging dick. <sighs> but no. But no. But no. Oh, well, come on, this would make sense, wouldn't it, to play something by Red Eyes? Uh, now, isn't it Red Eyes one word, maybe? Yeah, possibly. Come on, before Goldie throws you down the stairs. There you go. Broken soul. This is the first one that came up. Ah, oh, those are the days. That was a hell of a day on Dogs on Acid after that happened. <sighs> Misty, watercoloured memories of DOA. Oh. It's appalling. It's pretty bad. Lobsters. 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 Look into it. Lobsters. Lobsters. Lobsters.
of y'all listening around the world. Threshold.fm. Good mother loving morning to y'all. If you're not in the chat, you can tweet me at High Ranking. You can retweet my Theresa May video. Everyone else's. Difficult wake-up period. Checking social media on your phone. Painfully remembering your foolish actions last night. Mm. Looking at text messages from aggrieved loved ones. Trying to remember your steps to remember where you misplaced your dignity. Mm. Pour yourself another cup of the black gold. Get into some more of those hilarious, smug, all-knowing, sarcastic jokes looking at the world we live in and the crazy world of online news. That was DJ Red Eyes with The Herd. A drum and bass record from all the way back to 2018. Right, here's, this is gross, really gross actually. Um, but hey, why not? It's a kind of news story. It's kind of news. I mean, the Metro says news, but not as you know it. And uh, yeah, you can't argue with that. Uh, Dancing on Ice hopeful Brian McFadden and ex-girlfriend Delta Goodrum used to spit in each other's mouths for fun. <laughs> Uh, Katie uh, Bailey, uh, she writes, um, I like Katie Bailey, right? I don't know, I don't know anything about her. Uh, she's probably lovely, but I imagine when she presumably like went to university to do like a degree in journalism or something with the you know dreams of getting into uh, getting into the industry to do like hard hitting investigative journalism multi page spreads in the guardian you know really changing the world uh, and then the sort of cold harsh reality of life and the world and the you know the work the world of work come crashing through the wall like the fucking Kool-Aid man Oh, yeah! And suddenly you find yourself writing articles for the Metro about how Brian McFadden and his ex used to spit in each other's mouths. Uh, it's like... I'm, I mean, there's like... I don't know. It's, it's like a 300-word article. This is so ridiculous. Um, so, apparently, that's a good way to start... <laughs> that's a good way to start any piece of journalism. So apparently, the simplicity of Netflix and chill wasn't Delta Goodrum and Brian McFadden's cup of tea when it came to spending quality time with each other and showing affection. Instead, if they had some time to kill and wanted to show their love for one another, it's been claimed that they're spitting each other's mouths. 
everything about this is hilarious. Like the fact that it's being reported on, the fact that someone is writing it, the fact that it's been published, the fact that it, even whether or not it didn't happen, even if it did happen, it's hilarious. <laughs> like, how did they start that? Like, oh, uh, just like you know, I guess they were going out like a while ago, so maybe like people didn't spend as much time on their phones. So it's like, oh well, cab's going to be here in ten minutes. Uh, what should we do? Should we see what's on the telly? I'll tell you what, I've got a better idea, actually. How about we spit in each other's mouths? Uh, each their own, but still an M&S uh, dine-in for two and a box set surely would have been more romantic. Uh, Kyle Sandylands, a host of Kiss FM, revealed the pair's alleged time-wasting game would take place at his house. Are you doing it around someone else's house? Speaking on the show after playing uh, a song by the pair, Carl said, I remember when I'd have them round my house and they were in love. Sometimes they're spitting each other's mouths. Co-host Jackie had the same reaction to all of this. Why? Carl replied, fun. They said fun. I always thought, wow, that's weird. Delta would sit with her mouth open and Brian would spit into her mouth and Delta would spit it back into his mouth. Oh, the visuals. That's a... Yeah, I think I probably, I don't know, I think if I suggested this to my girlfriend, that it doesn't, from the sounds of this, it doesn't even sound like it's part of some sort of sex act, like some sort of steamy two-in-a-bed romp. It's just, they're just bored on the sofa at someone else's house, just like, it's just gobbing each other's mouths. Oh, well, God bless them. Best of luck to them. You know, that's, it's lucky that we live in a society uh, that affords people these freedoms and liberties to be able to uh, spit into to have two consenting adults spit into each other's mouths just for the sheer fun of it. Best of luck to him. I hope McFadden does well on uh, Dancing on Ice. I hope Delta does well in whatever pursuits she tries as long as they do not infringe the rights and liberties of anyone else. I think we can all agree. Right, so let's get back to um, the uh, dance music that we're all really here for, rather than listening to me drone on about people gobbling in each other's mouths. A-list, no, sorry, Z-list celebs, Z-list celebs. Fuck my old boots. Let's play some Document One. That's from a sample pack. Couldn't tell you which one. I only know that because I used it. <laughs> Sorry, boys. <laughs> the jig's up.
Big boys, Docky one on this. Brave boys, good boys, handsome boys. Easy on the eye, document one, I think you'll agree. Mm. Remarkably well built. In remarkably good condition for their age and lifestyle choices, I will say. You know, remarkably good condition. Document one. Lovely boys. Gentle boys. Very gentle. Uh, very, very gentle when... I've, I've noticed that they're very gentle when feeding a horse. And they always maintain a perfectly flat palm. And they've also other palm just to rub the nose. To rub the long nose of the horse. Less animal stories uh, today. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Maybe animals just managed to keep their fucking shit together for five minutes. Uh, and and not, you know, end up bloody making the headlines with penguin shortage, horses walking into bars, uh, dolphins just having sex with fish heads in aquariums for lols. It's a messed up world out there, ladies and gentlemen. It's a messed up world. It's not about to get any better. Teenagers who play violent games are more likely to attack people in real life. Does stabbing people in the guts in Call of Duty or beating prostitutes to death in Grand Theft Auto make youngsters violent in real life? Yes. A new study has concluded, analysing years of previous research to see whether violent gains translate into physical violence in teenagers. Thank goodness only 125 million people play Fortnite. What's a Fortnite? Is it like a Cardi B? I don't know. The effect isn't large. But it's there, according to the review of 24 studies. So, okay, a review of 24 studies. So they've done a meta-analysis of some studies. These, the studies are uh, would be epidemiological studies. So they basically, you know, they're observational studies. They're not going to put a load of teenagers in like a ward or something and, you know, make them play, have like a placebo-controlled trial with uh, teenagers playing freaking Call of Duty or something. So they're just going to do a bit of a questionnaire, 
how many hours do you play computer games for? How many times do you like, you know, just juke man's in the face, you know, for lols? Um, and they haven't actually mentioned uh, how what how big the difference is. Uh, the study involved 17,000 adolescents aged 9 to 19 from 2010 to 2017 playing games such as Call of Duty uh, and Grand Theft Auto. Correlation does not co- mean causation. The, rece- uh, the research, which reviewed 24 studies from countries including America, Canada and Japan, found that violent game players were more likely to display behaviour such as hitting people. The effect isn't huge, but it's not inconsequential, says lead author Jay Hull. The fact that they're not actually uh, giving any data at all leads me to believe that the the difference is absolutely negligible, uh, like the like the studies of whether or not meat causes cancer. The difference is so tiny that you can't explain it to be anything other than noise, and that uh, it would in fact be unethical to report it. Uh, so nice work, Metro. This is this is this is some top stuff. Jay Hull said, according to traditional ways of looking at these numbers, it's not a large effect. Uh, I would say it's relatively small. Uh, it's not by chance and not inconsequential. Although no single research project is definitive, our research aims to provide the most current and compelling responses to key criticisms on this topic. And also it does lead, uh, it, it does make good column inches and clickbait headlines. So, lovely stuff. I'm just, I'm just enabling it. I'm just facilitating it by reading this shit out. Really, I should be ignoring it. It's bollocks. It's like all these just nonsense nutritional studies that you see. Now, oh, Rankin's going on a rant. Don't, don't, don't get him started. God, there is so many, like the um, uh, the Metro are real, uh, I don't know, real dick riders for any headline that starts with, that has the term scientists say, scientists reveal, or scientists claim. They can't, They just can't get enough of it. It's, 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 it's the illicit penis of the journalism world. Oh, just get it in. Come on. Oh, scientists say. Oh, scientists claim. Oh, observational studies. Despicable. Lazy journalist hacks. Right, come on, let's play some icicle. Am I just going to turn into like the Alex Jones of the drum and bass world? These goddamn lazy journalists! They can't do their fucking jobs properly! I can't even speak properly! Vampire child molesters are taking over the world. I'll try and rein it in. is suggesting I do a new show called Rankin's Rants. I mean, I, I appreciate the threshold being uh, uh, exclusively under my control at the moment. I, you know, there's no external body to censor me, but I feel like I'll be signing my own death warrant. <laughs> 
I reckon I'll get about a week out of it before I've been arrested for something or other. Oh, Rankin's hilarious. He's crazy. He's a runaway train. What will he say next? He said, what? Get him. I'm raising a good point that Rankin rants uh, <laughs> is unlikely to be any worse than anything from the Metro or Lab Bible. Yeah, certainly unlikely to be uh, any more ill-advised, badly researched and sensationalist. That much is definitely true. Uh, Sexbot news. Uh, please do send me any sexbot news, sex robot news or sexy cyborg uh, news. Hey, I've got a got an hilarious joke for you that I made up the other day. You may have seen it on Instagram. Oh, it's a corker. Uh, what did the robot who was having an affair call his uh, secret lover? His sideborg. <laughs> um, City wants to share photos of anyone who visits new robot sex brothel online. That's a badly written headline. Um... They want to take pictures of people who visit this sex, this sex bot brothel, and then post the photos online to Nate to shame them. This uh, somewhat riles the libertarian in me, as really these people aren't actually doing anything wrong. It's not they're not committing a crime. They're not even going to see actual sex workers. They're just going to put their put their jammy little doodles into a machine. Well, it's, it's, uh, well, you know, the, it's morally questionable, certainly, but the, you know, there is no legal aspect to this. 
Counselors have threatened to share photos of anyone visiting Americans, America's first sex robot brothel on social media. There's a few in, in the UK. They're all on, like, industrial estates. <laughs> They'll be, like, next to a B&Q or something. There's a load of really weird-looking guys in grubby anoraks just, like, lurking around outside a warehouse. Greg Travis, councilman for Houston's District G, uh, said visitors to... Kinky S. Doll S. near the city's Anderson Park would be snapped in a bid to deter them from visiting in the first place. Why? But why, though? But why? In a meeting attended by the Houston Chronicle, he said, I already have cameras around the area, so you're a perv. Uh, And whenever this starts, we will see all people coming and going, and we will post it on social media. It's a disaster. Were you making some sort of weird, like, sex robot John's hit list or something? Like a sort of... Travis said the... I bet he's some sort of conservative Christian. Travis said that the news of the robot brothel had stunned everybody in Houston and branded the Canadian-owned facility gross. Houston Mayor Sylvester Turner threw his support behind Travis earlier this week uh, after work on the new sex facility was halted. Investigators uh, did no, uh, investigators did so because the correct building permits had not been obtained. Well, that's foolish. On uh, maybe they should start putting those sex sex bots to work in a more um, well, a le- frankly, a less sexy area. You know, maybe you could teach the sex robots to sort of fill out complex paperwork. That'd be quite useful. But Turner had urged the city's politician to change its rules on sex-related business in a bid to stop it opening altogether. He wants kinky s s forced to comply with the same rules as other venues like strip joints. These prohibit such businesses from opening within, uh, within 1,500 feet of parks, churches, schools, daycare centres and residential neighbourhoods. Uh, kinky s s would be able to sell its $4,000 sex robots at its current location, but it would be banned from renting it out because it is based just a few hundred feet from Anderson Park. So you can go and buy, but no try before you buy. You're not able to sort of wet your whistle, you know. Uh, David Gamboa from Houston religious group Elijah Rising also spoke out. What a surprise. He said, letting men rent the cyborgs for sex will ultimately harm and dehumanise real people and claims the brothel would exacerbate the risk of sexual assault for women. Who knows? I don't think it's... It's not healthy, really, is it? But, again, it's not against the law. I think it's... I think perhaps... I'm not sure it's a... Is it a solution for anything at all? I mean, it's a solution for people who make sex robots to make money. That much is true. It's a... You know, it's a means to an end from a capitalist point of view. And I guess it's a means to an end from a sort of masturbatory point of view. But uh, you know, is it is it is it healthy in a modern society? I mean, if you're like one of those like one of them in, incel lads that's just basically so gross that no one in the world would ever consider sleeping with you, perhaps you know, go there, blow off a bit of steam. Who knows? You know, there's probably good arguments for and against. Anyway, bit of posse now, laser cat, lovely stuff.
Fossai, you're a bad motherfucker on this one. on how great this record is. This is Laser Cat by Posse. Possage. Possage. Piss Poss is recently arrested in China for having long legs. What a hero. Lovely stuff. Uh, alright, alright, that's enough. Now maybe maybe a bit more in a minute. Thank you. Uh, the Metro going in a bit more on some scientists say action. Hot scientists say, just give me that hot scientist say action. Oh, that's it. All over my journalistic tits. Uh, <laughs> ancient alien life forms, quote unquote, lived underground on Mars for hundreds of millions of years. Of course they fucking did. Where else would they be? Hiding up there all along. I want to believe. The X-Files, the X-Files. Um, Mars may have uh, t- may have teemed with alien life, which lived under its surface for hundreds of millions of years. Yeah, Marvin the Martian. We've all seen fucking Looney Tunes. Looney Tunes. That's the suggestions from scientists who say ancient Mars is likely to have had an ample supply of chemical energy, which would have allowed tiny microorganisms to survive underground. Fuck your tiny microorganisms. No one gives a shit about tiny space microorganisms. We want Martians with 17 dicks 
and arms as long as bloody Venezuela and uh, one sort of primary heft coming out the front that his brain is in the end of its unit and they shoot lasers out of their tits. That's that's what we're looking for. We're looking for weird shit. No one's interested in microorganisms. Oh, forget about it. Or or that's the sort of that's how your horror movie starts, isn't it? Like, oh yeah, we found life. They're tiny little microorganisms. Oh look, no one gives a fuck. Oh, until those microorganisms jump out the bloody petri dish into some some poor fucker's eye. Maybe I don't know. It's Ryan Reynolds or you know some equivalent. And oh, his eyes have gone black. Oh no, this isn't good news. Oh, he's exploded. There's all black stuff everywhere. It's weird. Oh, it's getting into other people's eyes. Before you know it, they've eaten the whole goddamn planet. Yeah, that. All right. All right. Yeah. Okay. You, you, you're convincing me on microorganisms, but I, you know, I, I'm still. I'm not 100% convinced. Uh, we showed based on basic physics and chemistry calculations. That's just some bit of basic physics and chemistry calculations. You can do it with a pencil if you know what you're doing. Uh, that the ancient Martian subsurface likely had enough dissolved hydrogen to power a global subsurface biosphere. Yeah, stick that in your global subsurface biosphere. Uh, said Jesse Tarnas, a graduate student at Brown University uh, and local nutter. Um, Conditions in the habitable zone would have been similar to places on Earth where underground life exists. Uh, sadly, researchers do not believe Mars was home to little green men or a lost extraterrestrial civilization. Pfft. Forget it then. If life did exist on the red planet, it's likely to take on a similar form to the tiny subsurface lithotropic microbial ecosystem, aka slime. Found on Earth. Or is this the sort of slime that kids are into these days with the YouTube videos and the using stuff around the house and making a right proper bloody mess, making slime? Don't know. They sell it in shopping centres now. It's out of control. The new study shows that a process called radiolysis, radioisis. That sounds like a bad. That sounds like a bad station to tune into, uh, in which radiation breaks down water molecules into hydrogen and oxygen parts, would have created plenty of hydrogen beneath the ancient Martian subsurface. The researchers estimated that hydrogen concentrations in the crust of Mars, roughly four billion years ago, would have had a similar level to places where microbes live on Earth today. Um, yeah. Not interested, really. I just, I, honestly, until you, until you're giving me hot alien bitches with seventeen tits, I'm just it's doing nothing for me. It's doing nothing for me. Sorry, scientists. Sorry. Uh, all right, let's have a little bit of. Um, it's not strictly drum and bass, but I'm gonna play it anyway. It's the landslide remix of Return of Forever by High Contrast. It's a beauty of a tune.
that we are now on Patreon if you want to help Threshold pay the bills God knows we need it you can there's a little link in the Chew, Chew TV description or if you're on the website just go to support the station you can donate a little bit of money every month to help us keep the lights on we'll love you forever forever Reese in the chat is asking about what merch is coming soon. Getting some Rankins Records t-shirts designed up. Going to have some Threshold t-shirts. Should even have some fancy mugs. I'm getting a test of one coming soon that says, I'd rather be double dropping the nine. Perfect for your office. Any suggestions for different kinds of merch? Maybe a, a Rankings Records cum rag? Something like that. Some uh, threshold prophylactics. Landslide remix of High Contrast, Return of Forever. It's hard work doing a non-drum and bass remix of a drum and bass song, because when you got to slow it right down. Fucking nailed it with this one, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so let, let's stick with the um, uh, alien, aliens and um, freaking scientists 
and uh, just the Metro having the scientist says loads just continually into the face uh, uh, in, in the hair uh, aliens could be lurking undetected somewhere in the universe scientists claim oh for god's sake like what who what um yeah yeah could be i mean what a wishy-washy headline what a wishy-washy headline like wishy-washy claim aliens could be yeah they could be lurking undetected somewhere in the universe the universe is pretty big they could be anywhere they could be lurking undetected somewhere on earth we've got no idea Humanity has been trying to locate extraterrestrial civilizations for more than a century, but so far a search has been a failure. Now, scientists have published a paper which suggests alien life could, could be out there somewhere, although finding it is like searching for a needle in a haystack. What sort of bullshit paper is this? Like, what kind of ridiculous research are you doing? Is this like, you got the work experience? Yeah, basically, you've got the work experience uh, boy in, haven't you? Or work experience girl. And uh, they've gone, oh, um... So what what sort of stuff should I be getting on with? Like, oh, what, do you want to write a paper? What, like a scientific paper? Yeah, yeah, do you want to write a scientific paper? Oh, yeah, all right. Well, here's a good uh, hypothesis for you. Aliens could be hiding somewhere. Oh, yeah, that's not bad, is it? Yeah, just write that on a bit of paper. That's it. Now send it off to some two-bit journal and they'll publish it. Oh, wow, I've just had a scientific paper published. A team from the Center of Exoplanets and Habitable Worlds at Pennsylvania State University, that sounds like a side project, uh, said we, we haven't spotted traces of extraterrestrial organisms because we haven't looked hard enough. <sighs> Jesus. It says the easiest way to find uh, technological life is to look for radio beacons which produce transmissions that are clearly artificial in origin. Our inability to detect these signs have led scientists to describe talk of a great silence or eerie silence gripping the universe. But this doesn't necessarily mean that we're the only intelligent life form to have evolved to the point where they can use sophisticated technology to communicate or travel through space. The term silence in these expressions is sometimes interpreted to mean that we have established that there are no obvious radio or communication signals to be found in space and claim that we, uh, that we have conducted a thorough search for signals and concluded that there are very few or none of them, the astronomers wrote. What a load of rubbish. Uh, but this is not the case. Despite the passage of nearly 60 years since the first radio SETI searches, um, very little actual searching has been done compared to the amount needed to rule out the presence of even a large number of loud beacons. The academics created mathematical models which created a cosmic haystack in which the alien needles can be found. How, how, people actually managed to get research grants for this this bollocks, like basically to come to the conclusion that, well, we haven't looked everywhere. Uh, okay, yeah, no, we probably haven't looked at the everywhere in the infinitely expanding universe. I mean, what do I know? You know, I'm just a guy in a room taking the piss from a sort of smug, overly sarcastic, centrist standpoint, rolling my eyes at all and sundry and getting worked up on too much caffeine and frankly I'm showing off. So yeah, you know, what do I know? Uh, scientists say uh, high ranking is a twat. Okay, what surprise. Come on, let's play Kirill this. Woohoo! 
I know that Ben Wilson has been waiting on Twitter to fire off the memes as soon as this one comes out. Shout out to the Document One boys who I think are listening. Very handsome boys. Very, very handsome. Very low moral standards, but very handsome. Very UK-based listenership on uh, Threshold today. Very Brexity. Very Brexit. Breakfast means breakfast. Right on cue, Ben Wilson has posted a couple of absolutely fire memes on Twitter. Excellent meme work, sir. Reese in the chat. Breakbeat means breakbeat. So we established on the Threshold group that Theresa May's dance routine uh, would have been better if Bojo had just rugby tackled her at the end. I mean, that would have been what a wonderful uh, spectacle. by Kirill. It's called This. It's out now on Critical. It's one minute past 11 on the day of our Lord, Thursday, the 4th of October.
good music. He's a good boy, our Kirill. I think he's a bit confused generally by the uh, banter on, on Twitter about it, but everyone's got to learn sometime, haven't they? Everyone's got to learn. Right, la- this is the, I promise this is the last scientists-related uh, Metro article for the day. Oh, scientists say, oh, that's, oh, get, oh, oh, that's, oh, yeah. Oh, you've stained my blouse. Scientists call for no selfie zones to stop narcissists dying from selficide. I wonder if that's in the dictionary yet. Selficide. Let's go on. Let's Google it up. Pull that shit up, young Jamie. Um, oh, you fuck off, Metro. You know where you copy something and it puts a link in there as well? Uh, it's in the Urban Dictionary. I do not see it in the Oxford Dictionary. Selficide. Um, preventative medicine. Um, okay, come on. Scientists have called for a strict. No, uh, scientists uh, have called for a strict no selfie zone after a string of accidental deaths. Oh Jesus, people are idiots. The largest ever review of fatalities caused by. The largest ever review of fatalities caused by posing for self-shot photographs documented 259 deaths between October 2001 and November 2017. Again, someone managed to get a research grant for this. Oh, and the largest ever review insinuates that there's been more than one. Drowning, being hit by a vehicle or suffering a fall are the most common causes of self-aside. Men are far more likely than women to die in such a way. I could, I, I would have guessed. I, in fact, the, I would have guessed that the percentage would, would have been skewed even further towards men. Some 72.5% of the victims are male, while just 27.5% are female. Uh, particularly young men, particularly young men between the ages of about 16 and 25 are, well, they're idiots for a start, but it, you're more likely to die being a man that age than going to fight in Afghanistan. That is how bad the statistics are for men being complete idiots at that age. There's like a direct correlation between testosterone levels and dying in a stupid way or like dying from driving too fast or being drunk and falling off something or basically just just dying in a a ridiculous fashion. Like women just don't tend to do it. They're more sensible. They've 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 got more to lose in a way. Um, writing in the Journal of Family Medicine and Primary Care, academics acknowledge that selfies are an important form of self-expression, but warn that deaths are rising exponentially. Lead author, Dr. Uh, Agam Bansal, who performed the analysis at the Indian Institute of Medical Sciences, says selfies are themselves not harmful, good to know, but the human behaviour that accompanies selfies is dangerous. Individuals need to educate regarding certain risky behaviours and risky places where selfies should not be taken. No selfie zones should be declared across many areas, especially near water bodies, mountain peaks and over tall buildings to decrease the incidence of selfie-related deaths. He also warned, although our studies have en- has enlisted the largest number of selfie deaths and incidents to date, this is just the tip of the iceberg. Also, don't take selfies on tips of icebergs. Many cases are not reported. Dr. Bansal, who uses the term selfie-side to describe the death, scoured newspaper cuttings from across the world to compile the data. Sounds like fun. 
I wish I'd get. I mean, that's sort of basically what I'm doing. Um, but he's managed to get a research grant for it, and I'm on Patreon. So I get. Yeah, fair's fair. Uh, almost half of all selfie deaths occur in the 20 to 29 age group, uh, followed by 36% of deaths that are in the 10 to 19 year old age group. The highest number of deaths have been reported in India, with the state of Goa bringing in official no selfie zones in June this year, followed by Russia, the USA, and Pakistan. Yeah, Russia, I can imagine. I mean, I've just, man. Some of the videos of like those idiots climbing up the cranes, jumping off the top of warehouses. Yeah, well, I mean, you've got nothing better to do. The majority of selfie deaths involve drowning uh, at 70, transport, 51, falls, 48, and fire, 48. Yeah, I tell you what, like, my, um, <laughs> let me lean back into this one. I'll tell you what, hey, listen to me, I've got, I've got a thing for you here, actually. Um, So, my uh, Instagram timeline is predominantly things like drunk people doing things, uh, idiots doing things, people hurting themselves. It's mainly people accidentally hurting themselves or hurting themselves while attempting to do something humorous or stupid. Jump into a swimming pool out of a window and miss the swimming pool. All that sort of thing. And there are an awful lot of them. There are a lot of them. I mean, yeah, I, I, it's actually a wonder that more people aren't dead. Meanwhile, eight involve animals, 16 electrocution, and 11 firearms. And the research, term also called, the research team also called for better reporting of selfie-related mishaps. Do you think you can put that down as cause of death? Selfie? Or maybe that's just an additional box that the coroner ticks on the sort of death form. That is, selfies are never reported as an official cause of death. It is believed that selfie deaths are underreported and the true problem needs to be addressed. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, you would think that being that something like a third of... Oh, no, I'm just going to just quite... A lot of deaths come from, like, medical negligence, like surgeons not washing hands properly and stuff. That would be sort of a better area to try and focus. Like, it's an easily solvable thing. Like the, That would be an area better to focus your attention on rather than the sort of... Like, I don't know, let's say it's double what they've found. That would be 500 deaths in what was it 10 years something like that uh six years even so it's not a lot of deaths is it not a lot there's probably more deaths of people like slipping on banana skins or something let's ban bananas right i had enough of it ban bananas ban all fruit it's causing people are falling over on it they're killing themselves it's a menace it's a danger shut it down right what else have we got uh in there oh we place face down downgrade again it's a bit hard it's a bit odd. Hey, culture shock, chocolate diet, that's a good record, isn't it?
just to let you know, if you miss any of these shows, I am archiving them all. So there's the archive uh, tab on the website. That's got uh, the SoundCloud playlist. Uh, and if you want to watch the videos, because a lot of people are saying that they can get them up on their telly because they've got clever televisions. They've got colour televisions. Imagine that. Uh, they are going up on YouTube. They're a few days behind. But yeah, you can get them all on YouTube. Also, if you're watching on Chew TV, I'm archiving them on there as well. I'm just getting them everywhere. The Flux Radio boys are in the chat. I'm going to be on their D and Bree show, uh, eating cheese, talking about drum and bass and fighting. So that'd be good. I think that's in November. Uh, Flux Boys, tell, post the date in the chat. I'll shout it out. Culture Shock, Troglodyte. That's a nice tune. I'm into it. I'm into it. I'm into it. Look, I'm going to roll straight into another one. This is a Low Blow by Benny L. It's on Metalheads, as far as I'm aware. Flux boys in the chat are saying 10th of November they're doing a 24-hour live stream for Mind. Uh, they're, they're, Mind are a great charity. 12 hours of music, 12 hours of them getting pissed and trying to complete doom. I'll be there eating cheese, talking about fighting, and probably plugging my radio station. <laughs> His name escapes me, I'm terribly sorry, but one of the Flux boys does fight MMA, so maybe the two of us could have a role. That'd be fun. (laughs) 
Oh, really been honking all over this Daniel tune. Low blow, some metalheads. This is a slow roller. That's an absolute beast of a record. Nice work, Benny. Good boy. Good boy. Right, let's get into... Um, <laughs> Mum arrested after letting son, 10, get a tattoo from a dirty needle. That is irresponsible parenting. That is very, very irresponsible parenting. Um, but it gets more ridiculous than that. A mother has been arrested after she let her 10-year-old son get a tattoo and filmed the outrageous video for social media. Nikki Dickinson, 34, was arrested in uh, Bellefontaine, Bellefontaine in Ohio. Shout out, Ohio crew. Uh, and taken into custody on Friday on charges of child endangering and contributing to the delinquency of a minor. That I like that um, last charge. I think that's good. I think that's a nice one to go with your reckless endangerment, loitering with intent, breach of the peace. I think that's a cool list. I think maybe we should actually compile a, uh, maybe we'll get a Google Doc going or something that we can all edit and we can add our, our, our sort of, our, our dream team, really, of criminal charges. Um, the distressing video shows the young boy being tattooed by another minor, a 16-year-old who has a history of malpractice. How'd you manage to get a history of malpractice as a tattooist when you're only 16? According to police, the teenage tattoo artist who gave the little boy the inking once gave a person MRSA from a dirty needle. ABC reports. <sighs> these teens are gone. These teens are, are wild. These Ohio wild teens. Ultimately, the teen was charged with not following safety and sanitary guidelines. A friend of the mother can be seen attempting to distract the young boy, probably due to the fact that the needle dragged across his skin isn't the nicest experience, especially for a child. Now get this. In the US state of Ohio, law states that it is legal for minors to get tattoos with their parents' consent. What the fuck? Like, so the actual illegality of this is not that the 10-year-old is getting the tattoo or that the mum took the 10-year-old to get the tattoo the illegality comes from the malpractice of the tattooist and that it was a dirt it was 
It wasn't clean. She wasn't following health and safety guidelines. In effect, the mother was not charged for letting the boy get a tattoo, but for the way she allowed it to take place. While her filming the incident and appearing to coerce him into it is why she was charged with contributing to juvenile delinquency. The mother cried as she had her booking photograph taken on Friday. And the tattoo is absolute shit. Like, real proper shit. Like, I know people that have given themselves tattoos while drunk with a pin and biro ink that look better than that. Honestly, they, that looks that is worse than home, than prison tattoos done by junkies. That it's like a sort of curly S thing. It's it's that is ropey. She now faces up to six months in jail if she is convicted of first degree, of a first degree misdemeanor, endangering a child, along with contributing to the delinquency of a child, which is also a first degree misdemeanor. The tattooist, who is being charged as a minor, was charged with two delinquency counts of tattooing prohibitions. <whistles> Last week, her mother said she regretted taking part. She commented on Facebook, Justice made a bad choice. The woman, the mum, she's called Justice. Uh, bad choice by being involved with it, but she did nothing else wrong. But really, this child is not abused or neglected. Does his mother make bad decisions? Yes. <laughs> but when you've got people beating up old people and people actually abusing their kids, no one's saying nothing. Uh, Goody double negative there. I like it. After the incident happened, a photo which was shared online after the video shows a poorly designed S on the kid's arm. Of course, it has attracted a slew of comments from shocked social media users who were quick to slam the adults, allowing it to happen. Great reporting there from Lab Bible. Some of your finest work. Oh dear, the mum looks so sad in her mugshot. Oh no, what what did I done do now? Oh no, I done got my ta- my kid a tattoo with dirty needle, and they're gonna try and sling me in the clink. <sighs> Rough times. Rough freaking times. Let's play Aztec by Spore. Oh, that's a lovely thing. <laughs> Squidgy Beats says that one of his mates branded his ass with a heated up fork. Decent. I mean, I can't really talk about bad tattoos. I've got some absolutely horrendous ones. I let bloody Jim tattoo my leg with Henfield for life, spelt wrong. He reckoned he hadn't held a pen in six months, let alone ever tattooed anything. It's actually my favorite tattoo.
Just a little reminder, I'll be back at 3pm today for Rankin's Records. Playing the finest drum and bass ever pressed a vinyl. Oh shit. That's Aztec by Spore. What an absolutely amazing record that is. Ain't nobody in their right mind arguing with that statement. I tell thee. I fucking tell thee. Right. Hundreds of millions of US phones receive first ever presidential alert text. Ooh, shit. Hundreds of millions of phones and other electronic devices have been sent the first ever presidential alert text. Around... 225 million devices received the message at 18 minutes past 2 EDT Wednesday, which read, Presidential alert. This is a test of the National Wireless Emergency Alert System. No action is needed. God only knows the fun you could have with that if... God, if you had access to it. I mean, if just I think if you left Trump in charge with it for long enough... Shit's going to get wild. I mean, it's just going to be presidential alert. Send the nudes. The message was accompanied by a high-pitched tone similar to that received during the Amber Alert or Flood Warning. Um, It is the first test of the National Wireless Emergency Service by the Federal Emergency Management Agency, a.k.a. FEMA. The text paves the way for future high-level presidential alerts. Who's banging? Stop banging. Um, the text paves the way for future high-level presidential alerts that would be transmitted in the event of a nas- nationwide emergency. FEMA officials said Tuesday they would share test result data on how the testing went with mobile carriers to ensure the system works well in a true emergency. The message was broadcast by cell towers for 30 minutes, meaning some devices might have received those later than others. It's impossible to escape unless your phone is switched off, with the tone sounding on phones that have, that have met muted or do not disturb. 
the presidential alert angered some who said they did not wish to receive a text from Trump's administration. Oh, grow up! For God's sake, if there's an emergency, you need to know, no matter who is at the helm, if it's the bloody six-minute warning and you've got to get into your bunker, like, if it went Trump sending a message to my phone, it's very triggering. All right, well, then die in the, in the flood or die in the bloody volcano or the bloody, I don't know, under the... Uh, it's ISIS. I don't know. ISIS have got the bomb, haven't they? They've got the bomb. And they're about to blow up the city. No, Trump can't message me. I'd rather die. Grow up. Uh, three people sued, claiming it breached their constitutional rights. <sighs> Just forget it. Jesus. FEMA insists the system will never be used to transmit any sort of personal message from the president. <laughs> uh, I was just imagining it at like 3am. just says, you up. Ah, <laughs> um, uh, yeah. God bless him. God bless America in some way, shape or form. All right. Look, last one for me. And then uh, I'm going to get some shit together before Rankin's Records. Let's play uh, Dillinger Remix of Different Drum by London Electricity. It's a good record. It's got Robert Owens on it. It's tough to argue with. Ooh, turn it up. I'll be back at 3. And I'll also be back tomorrow morning at 10am for Friday's Coffee and Memes Breakfast Show. Right here on Threshold.fm And please, if you do want to support the show and make sure that these shows keep happening and the radio station keeps its lights on, you can donate at Patreon. Just a couple of quid a month will be extremely helpful. Thank you, thank you all who are supporting. You're very kind. I love you very much. There's a link below the video on Chew. And if you're on the website, just go to support the station at the top. Makes no difference to me. Your words came true. My time has come. I want to dance to the beat of a different drum. 24 hours in a day. Can't keep going in this way Got no choice, just got to run and run Just wanna know I can dream of a rising sun I will dance to the beat of a different drum
Glass here for Coffee and Memes today. Like I say, I'll be back at 3pm for Rankings Records, right here on Threshold.fm and on the Chew TV live stream, video live stream. Uh, if you want to find that easily, just go to Threshold.fm slash watch and it's there, embedded. You might need to refresh the page. Don't know why it does that, but can't make it stop. Hey, what you gonna do? All right, thanks so much for listening, everybody. It's been an absolute ruddy bloody pleasure. I will see you tomorrow. Goodbye.